shoot, save there, and the rebound. And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's it? And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And just want to mention the celebrity chef Paul Prudhomme has passed away. He was 75 years old. His specialty was Creole cuisine. And there are some very tasty facts about him on Wikipedia that I just want to take a moment to read. He was the youngest of 13 children. He was raised on a farm near Opelousas, I believe in Louisiana. Yes, the seat of St. Landry Parish, Louisiana. His father, Eli Prudhomme Jr., was a farmer, but the family struggled to make ends meet during Prudhomme's childhood. He was named Paul on his birth certificate as a priest, thought he should have the same name as a saint, but he instead went by the name Jean Autry Prudhomme during his youth. And he opened his first restaurant in Opelousas in 1957, a hamburger restaurant called Big Daddio's Patio. The restaurant went out of business in nine months, but on he continued as a chef and became a very famous chef over time. And oh my goodness, it says here that he has been credited with introducing the turducken. Wow. The turducken, which you may know, is a three-bird roast consisting of a deboned chicken stuffed into a deboned duck, which is in turn stuffed into a deboned turkey, the turducken. The dish, says Wikipedia, is a form of engastration, engastration, which is a recipe method in which one animal is stuffed inside the gastric passage of a number, another, and don't you want some now? Mmm, delicious. So, remembering Paul Prudhomme, who passed away, he was 75 years old, he died today, we're going to play some songs today about the different tastes. We're going to start with some hot stuff, as a matter of fact, from, uh, I think, not too far away from Paul Prudhomme's Stomping Grounds. This is some Robert Johnson. This is some spicy stuff to start things off. They're red hot. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yes, you got them myself. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she got them for sale. I got a good such a long and tall. She sleeps in the kitchen with a piece in the hall. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she got them for sale. I mean, yeah, she got them for sale. Yeah. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she got them for sale. Hot tamales and the red hot. Yeah, she got them for sale. She got two foot nickel, got four foot dime. Won't say more, but they ain't none of mine. Yes, 
hot water, the belly goes back in the bone bean nest. Ever since daddy can't take his red, yeah. Hot tomatoes and the red hot. Yeah, you got have a sale, I mean. Yeah, you got have a sale. Hot tomatoes and the red hot. Yeah, you got have a sale. Man, don't mess around them hot tomatoes now, cause they're too black bad. Mess around them hot tomatoes. I'm gonna upset your back, gonna put your kidneys to sleep. I do the break when you don't live them down your heart to beat by now. Hot tomatoes on the red hot. Yeah, you got have a sale, I mean. our spicy entry for today that is They're Red Hot by Robert Johnson. Thank you, Robert. That's awesome. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food and culture. And waiter, there's a, there's a pickle in my soup. And uh, I want you to know that the Downtown Home and Garden had a jam contest last week. And the winner was Lady Lemon by Elizabeth Corman. Second was a bourbon cherry jam by uh, Carol, I hope I'm pronouncing her name, Warheit. And third price went to the Ipsy Medium Pepper Jelly by Nan Carter. This week they're going to have a pickle contest. The Downtown Home and Garden is going to have their annual pickle contest. Entries are due 7 p.m. tomorrow. Ballas will read such things as tiny, tangy green pickled tomatoes or sultry, sweet strawberry jam, etc. People are invited to taste it and vote on their favorites. And it's going to be going on on Saturday, October the 10th, which is going to be the Downtown Home and Garden Pickle Contest. I didn't have a pickle song queued up. Of course, there are some classics like the Pickles Song by Arlo Guthrie. But for our savory song, I'm going to go for a little bit of a different take here. I'm going to go for... This following, you think gravy? Gravy is pretty savory. Savory is pretty gravy. Gravy. If you had a few to drink, you could have some gravy and say savory. And gravy from my mashed potatoes by D.D. Sharp. Anyone? Come on, baby. I need gravy. Gimme, 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 gimme gravy tonight. I know you dance the mashed potato fine. But that don't show me that you're really mine. Baby. 
many people rock the mashed potatoes like Dee Dee Sharp did. She had a big hit with mashed potato time, and she had a hit with gravy for my mashed potatoes. She didn't have any uh, songs about razzleberry dressing, however, but those were two big hits of hers, and that was Gravy for My Mashed Potatoes, our savory song for this evening. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, also WCBN.org. And speaking of autumn foods like gravy, How about smashing pumpkins at the Detroit Zoo? There will be smashing pumpkins at the Detroit Zoo. Not the band, however, says here in a press release, smashing Detroit Zoo animals will have a smashing good time this coming Wednesday, the October 14th, when they receive pumpkins filled with tasty treats to eat, play with, roll around in, tear apart, and smash. Each year around Halloween, the Detroit Zoo provide the animals with seasonal munchies, including pumpkins, gourds, cornstalks, and other fall harvest goodies as part of its comprehensive program of ensuring environments for animals that are ever-changing and appropriately complex. Okay. All year round, food items are hidden throughout the animals' habitats or prepared and placed in order to stimulate natural behaviors such as foraging or stalking. Uh-oh. Around Halloween, seasonal fare from local Michigan producers gives this activity a special appeal for both the zoo visitors and the animals, says Scott Carter, Detroit Zoological Society Chief Life Sciences Officer. So there's going to be a schedule now, write this down, starting this Wednesday. At 10.30 a.m., the great apes are going to be receiving treat-filled pumpkins. At 11, the snow monkeys, which are also very important to our lives, will receive Halloween ice treats. At 11.30 a.m., the zebras will get Halloween treats. At noon, the giraffes will have their turn. At 12.30 p.m., polar bears will have pumpkins. At 1 p.m., the grizzly bears will get their pumpkins. At 1.30 p.m., gray wolves will get general Halloween treats. The wolverines, appropriately enough, this being the state of the wolverines, will have the most fun. At 2 p.m., they'll be getting a piñata. The wolverines will be getting a piñata. Will they eat it? Will it be edible? They will also get pumpkins and that important food group, spaghetti. And at 2.30 p.m., the anteaters will get some Hollywood treats. So that's all going to be at the Detroit Zoo this Wednesday, October 14th. Mark your schedule. Nothing tart on the menu, however, unless they put some tart stuff in the piñata. Do wolverines play with piñatas? Are they that intelligent? Am I intelligent at all? I don't know. But here's our tart song. Here's Elvis Costello, and this song is called, ironically enough, Tart. Here, silver trumpets will trill In the Arabic streets of Seville Oh 
Is it something you crave and you say that you want to feel good in this when you know it's a lie, 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 lie. Wild with a blackberry bush, there were blossoms of cherries to crush. Costello, and that is Tart. That is our Tart song for today. We've had uh, we've had a savory song, and we've had a bitter song. That is Tart. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor and WCBN.org. Arwolf and Face the Music is going to be at 7 o'clock. That's in just under 15 minutes. And I have some Michigan food news for you. Speaking of, well, this is an actual, you know, apple butter, a little bit of tartness in the apple, but mostly sweet. This from the Associated Press. A Western Michigan woman is involved in a dispute with the TSA over a $2,000 fine for attempting to carry apple butter onto a flight. 
Mary, I'm going to say hosting, I hope. Mary Hosting tells Wood TV she was stopped while trying to board a plane in January 2013 because she had a pint-sized jar of apple butter. After she was told she couldn't bring it onto the plane in her carry-on bag, Hosting said she tried to go through another security line, but she was stopped again and had to leave the apple butter behind. She received a letter a month later saying she was under investigation for attempting to circumvent security. She says she got another letter last June informing her of the fine. Keep the apple butter at home. That's what we're going to get out of there here. Meanwhile, uh, the world's, this is actually international news. The world's top brewer, Anheuser-Busch InBev, you know, you all say it like that. Let's have an Anheuser-Busch InBev. I can't even say it. Anheuser-Busch InBev is still trying to take over Miller Beer, that is to say S.A.B. Miller to you and me. It's continuing its courtship of... S.A.B. Miller shareholders, says the Associated Press, for $104 billion takeover bid, despite being rejected by the board of the number two beer company three times. It warned them today they might be turning down a once-in-a-lifetime offer. I think they need a better pickup line. In the meantime, we're going to hear our next song. This one is going to be in the salty variety. I'm cheating. You don't want to eat this stuff. And it's probably unseasonal. But it's Salt Trucks by Great Lakes Smith Society. Car parts and cream corn, Indian copper and raincoats. Calumet basements had old ghosts. Snowshoes and salt pork, blackberry brandy and Red jacket miners had sore throats. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
that had lots of food in it, so that counts. They mentioned salt pork. Okay. That was Salt Trucks by the Great Lakes Myth Society, our salty song for the day. A little bit more Michigan news here for you. Says the Associated Press, a 313-foot-long box of chocolate is planned as part of an effort to raise money to help improve Detroit's riverfront. The, quote, world's longest box of chocolate, unquote, event is next Wednesday along the Detroit River outside the Renaissance Center in Detroit. Well, wait, I got to choose between smashing the pumpkins at the Detroit Zoo and the world's longest box of chocolate on the same day. Ah! Tickets support the nonprofit Detroit Riverfront Conservancy. This is true. Organizers say they're not aware of an existing record for a longest chocolate box, but they say striving for 313 feet would be symbolic. I think you know why, because Detroit's area code is 313. That is correct. Used to be 313 in Ann Arbor a long time ago, but Detroit said, nah, we're going to keep it for ourselves. So why not? Got a sugary song here. Actually, this is a non-sugary song. This is this could be the showstopper, I think, on this show today. This is from Simon & Schuster Presents 18 Songs of the Pogo LP. We're not going to play all 18, though, because we only have seven minutes. We don't have 18 turntables, or I'd play them all at the same time. But we're going to hear Don't Sugar Me, sung by Fia Karen. This from the delightful Pogo comic strip, now album of music. This album came out in 1956. And Walt Kelly wrote the songs. Walt Kelly, the maestro behind the Pogo strip. Pogo is a possum by trade. His first appearance was in 1943 as a spear carrier in a comic book. By 1951, he already had a sizable following for a possum. On it went, though the words to songs of the pogo may appear to be as simple as the libretto of Boris Godunov, or on a deeper level, they really are not. Therefore, so that you may maul them over in your mind, it says here, maul them over in your mind, we've enclosed a complete libretto. Please look very closely at your radio and you will see the libretto. As you hear the following song, this is this is our non-sweet song from Fia Karen. This is Don't Sugar Me. Goes like this. dish of tea but baby don't you sugar me don't stir me boy no try to spoon don't sugar me You want a granulated lump or two Just roll them eyes Right out that door Them saucer eyes Ain't square no more All them things them diamond rings, them stuff you promised me were 
pigments, Newton, sure as shooting, shooting, sure as a b. See the teapot pouts that the kettle's blue. It don't work out. That spot is true. Just boil away, boy. Don't sit and brew. That was that was that was the showstopper. I was right, and that was a, definitely a showstopper. That was Fia Karen with "Don't Sugar Me" from the album "Songs of the Pogo." It's almost seven. Time for face the music with our wolf. We're going to wrap this up. Pandora's lunchbox here, wise. Don't forget downtown Home and Gardens pickle pickling contest this weekend. Your entry is due tomorrow by seven p.m. The pickling contest is on Saturday. So let's wrap things up. Remembering Paul Prudhomme, thank you for the Cajun food, guaranteed. And also remembering Billy Joe Royal, that delightful singer. Hits in the 60s, country hits in the 80s, and a song that is about food. And this will actually be, we just done a non-sweet song. Here's a sweet song for you. One of his hits. This is Cherry Hill Park by Billy Joe Royal. I've been Mike for a half an hour or so. Thank you for letting me do that. Thank you for listening to Pandora's Lunchbox. Keep listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor and keep staring at WCBN.org. Mary Hill used to hang out in Cherry Hill Park. The game she played Lasted all day to way after dark All the girls, they criticized her But all the guys just idolized her Cause Mary Hill was such a thrill after dark In Cherry Hill Park
the late Billy Joe Royal, creator of Down in the Boondocks and other immortal hymns. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, Radio Free Ann Arbor, a student-run experimental radio from the University of Michigan. And it's got a lot of people from the Ann Arbor community and a lot of U of M staffers who are involved in keeping this thing going. My name is Arwolf. This show is Face the Music. In a uh, series of 18 programs coordinated by the number five in observance of the closing uh, weeks and months of the year 2015, this is the sixth parcel of fives. I'm going to open tonight with two recordings that are 100-year-old records. The one you're about to hear was cut in London, England, in the spring of 1915. It's Murray's Ragtime Banjo Quartet with the Bohemian Band. Um, According to information I have here, that's almost certainly uh, members of the London Palladium Orchestra. Very nice. This is called... uh, I I thought Mike would like to have this uh, in his mind for a minute. (laughs) 